Are you recording all this? Yeah. All right. Can use it for the intro. Nice. <laughs> Well, welcome back to Ranking Things with Levi. Uh, this is still season three. I expected to release a bunch, I think, when uh, COVID-19 started and we began you know, a whole different lifestyle, sheltering in place. Um, I thought I'd have a tons of, ton of time to get in and you know, record some and uh, record over the phone and uh, you know, rank a bunch of stuff. But I think for some reason, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I definitely did other things that weren't important during this time, but um, ranking things really fell to the bottom of my to-do list. Um, but I still have these three episodes, which are from before. So um, this, is, this is all the episodes that I expected to release quickly after I ranked how strange the coronavirus was with my brother, um, or just the beginning, right, of, of this. If you go back and listen to that episode, it's, it is very strange because it's now three months later. Um, and so I have an episode here that I recorded on a work trip with my work partner, Chris Stickney, um, who is the, in my opinion, really the premier thinker on 80s songs. It's really a important part of his life and, uh, something that, uh, he, uh, uh, has a lot of authority to speak on. Uh, and we record this on February 10th. So we're weeks away from everything changing. And, uh, and I think, I think you you know I, I I don't know I don't want to color it too much but you'll see that uh, just mistakes are made in this ranking I'll just say it that way it's worth worth listening through um, so much of this seems dated listening back on it it's just strange how much has changed uh, over the last three months or four months since we recorded this it's a huge list to tackle also 80 songs is just one of the most broadest things I think Sam and I struggled with this with the 90s songs ranking as well um, it's impossible to rank you know. Uh, thousands of amazing, you know, of, of fun songs that some people have connections with. But anyways, here is uh, eight ranking things, 80 songs with Chris Stickney. Very excited to share. We've got episodes coming up uh, very soon. All right, this is ranking things. Welcome back. Uh, it is early February 2020. I was saying that just to date it because I might not publish this for a, a couple of weeks or months. Uh, this is uh, an episode for some time in season three. Uh, I am with my guest, uh, one of my very, very good friends, my guest, my partner, one of my work partners. Um, have known Chris a very, very long time. I have Chris Stickney. How are you doing, Chris? It was really hard to stay quiet while you did that. <laughs> I'm doing really good. <laughs> you're, 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 you're pacing around before. You're very nervous. I'm, I'm very <laughs> nervous. Like I got butterflies. Like it's, it's hilarious because you got a stack of papers printed. You have multiple yep. screens. Yep. Your, your glasses are on. You're well prepared. Yep. But and there's lots of opinions out there in the world, and I'm about to like lay mine out you're there. Put your name on an opinion. Yeah. Oh, I've never put anything in writing or anything documented ever and so like it's literally gonna all hit me in the face when i say it you're worried that you this might go on your gravestone like i this say guy. a lot of things a lot of my life and nobody has any record to hold on to it to <laughs> so this one but this one is like this is for real and you're, and you're taking this very seriously so we're doing 80s songs yes. uh top five 80s songs I and you have an extensive 80s. resume as always as is a running <laughs> joke in this show it's kind of silly for you you know for me to say i can rank 80s songs as definitively as you can yeah 
because you're clearly a, a bigger 80s music expert than me. As in grew up. As in, yeah, you actually raised in the 80s. Raised was, in the 80s. Parents were in a band. 80s. Yeah, parents were in a band. You're now the... I'm the, in a the, band. You're the... Front man. The front man of a, of, a, of a cover band. Yep. Which is a lot of 80s music. Yep. It was the music in high school for Absolutely. you. Probably played My at every life. dance. Every dance. Went to every dance. Got instructed how to dance by my babysitter, Andy DeCossin, who was now Andy Andrea Kenny. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically she said, don't be one of those guys that sits along the side of the wall and doesn't dance. Get out there, just start jumping up and down in the middle and the dance will happen. Totally right. Totally right. I recommend that to everybody. If you ever <laughs> don't know what to do, just go out and start jumping up and down. It works every time. <laughs> Proved it just now. I was at my nephew's wedding with Bella and Lance and I jumped for... A straight song. I'm I'm old now, so it hurts. But you know, it was like really great. I did it, and it still works. It's proud pleaser. So, so let's talk about '80s music. Um, we 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 talked about this ahead of the podcast. Um, we're 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 ranking '80s songs. So my my opinion is that this is the like there's a there's a genre of music which is 80s music 80s music mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah definitely there's other genres the maybe there's like sub genres but i'm i'm kind of i'm not ranking like specifically songs released in the 80s no right and so forever and ever amen does not rank cuz that's a country song right does not say 80s to me okay right exactly it's not might have been well, great that's, that's not an 80s yeah. song yeah I have one maybe. I have one maybe. You'll see my number five. It's it's, it's stretchy. I'm stretching the. I'm stretching the. Stretching it. But. I'm worried that all yours might be stretchy. <laughs> um, uh, so t you talk more about what is what is eighty. What's like what's like classic eighties music to you? So to me, there's layers of eighties songs. There's eighties is when new wave mm -hmm. was a thing. So new wave then became alternative, but right. it was different than yeah. than that kind of stuff. Um, there's industrial sound, which is like the Depeche Modes and stuff, but okay. not really, but definitely 80s. You had, there's bubblegum pop, like right. mall pop. So yeah, so, you had a definition of like what played in the mall. Yeah, so if it played in the mall, that's part of the 80s, but it's kind of like what you would say the 90s umbop. You wouldn't rank umbop from the Hansons as a thing. Yeah, you're right. Debbie Gibson, Tiffany, like, yeah, they were there, but you that's know, not 80s music you're anymore. not excited about it. Right. It's just what happened. Right. And that's... You know, unfortunately, you know, that kind of happens to people like Whitney Houston in right. my ideas, you sure. know, and stuff. But that's all 80s. Um, and then there's hairband. So there's rock yeah. takes a turn. And right. And we were talking about on the way up, we, we heard, we heard a, uh, so I, I should actually paint the picture. I haven't even said oh, yeah. it. We are in an Airbnb, you and I. Uh, oh, a really night, interesting one. Night before we're going to start a conference, a work yeah. conference. Yeah. So we've got time. We, we had to do some setup tomorrow and do yeah. some work tomorrow. So we're, we're here for the night. And Road trip. And yeah, so we had a road trip up here. We're in Monterey, California. And um, so we actually played 80s on 8, the serious yep. song. And we're discussing some of the songs. So an example was uh, Wrapped Around My Finger by The Police came on. Yes. And that is definitely one of my favorite songs that was released in the 80s. That's I love right. The Police. But I was saying to you that to me, The Police are now classic rock in a way. They're timeless and, and great, but that's not specifically 80s music. Like U2 is another one. I mean, we'll, we'll get into this when we get into... Honorable mentions because right. so you because there's bands of the '80s that were releasing music in the '80s the song yes. and they also stayed too some of them correct so it's really weird it's not an '80s I would say I mean I don't know maybe some you know it's maybe hard. Sunday Bloody Sunday is maybe an '80s song it's I don't very know. '80s but but, but I, I didn't rank it in the top five because I call that classic rock now and I just feel that's different I I had I made this up I'm very proud of this phrase. <laughs> To me, there's really two kinds of classic 80s music. Right. There's neon music and leather music. 
<laughs> right now, what's the what in the in the in the uh, concentric circles in in the Venn diagram? The cross over there is the mullet. The mullet, right? Goes the, neon and leather. And leather. Correct. The kids, kids were, I mean, you, people of your yep. generation were, were were cutting a mullet on their hair, and you would wear leather, or you'd go full neon, and that's two kinds of music. Those those are both '80s music to me. That guy hung out on the corner. I had to cross the street to avoid, and then go back across the street because I didn't want to go to that corner. Didn't go to the leather guy corner. The leather were, mullet corner. You were a neon kid. I'm a neon kid. 100%. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent neon. So I have because I feel like that is th- those those looks like. And I guess, so that, yes, there's a fuzzy definition between maybe like, mul, you know, leather, mullet, 80s music, and actual like ro- classic rock. But to me, there's so a... So it, it's a, super hard because like our local radio station, K-Earth 101, used to be classic rock of my parent parents' era. Okay. Like Beatles, Rolling Stones, yeah. that kind of stuff. And now it's Guns N' Roses and... Right, that's Guns N' Roses is a perfect leather band. Yeah, band. that's a leather band. Right. But it's also got, you know, The Cure, which is a neon band, you know, like it's, but neon with black eye, eye mascara that, you know, <laughs> smears and stuff. But, so, you know, like, like bon it's, Jovi, it's complicated. Bon Jovi is a leather band. Yes. Anyways, I, I don't want to touch too much on this subject because I'm just kind of listening to stuff right. off my But you're right. I mean, that is, that is how it goes. But there's, so there's, I mean, you're right. There's a lot of sub layers because pop isn't just pop. Like I... Like, there was bubblegum pop, which is like, oh, girls love each other, blah, 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 you know, like that kind of thing, you know, it's like a sweet song, right? Sure. And then there's popular music, like what would be like Michael Jackson, you know. Madonna. Madonna, those kinds of songs. Those are still pop. Mm -hmm. And then there's New Wave, which is like, uh, you know, a a string different than that, with style different than that. And then there's, you know, punk was a thing in the 80s that, yeah. you know, kind of crossover. There's a lot of yes, crossover. there's a lot of crossover. And, and so we're doing 80s. The point of this conversation is we're doing 80s music. Amazing. We said Michael Jackson. I, didn't, I don't know anything from Michael Jackson on here. So. Which, not the even King of Pop? Is that political? Or is not it just even because... An, no, of, it's just not yeah. even an honorable mention. No, it's not, it's not a cancel I, culture thing. I uh, also don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I was trying to, but I couldn't. So, I just, it wasn't a... It, I mean, Thriller yeah. is epic. So the other thing that I also wanted to point out... The 80s is when MTV started. Interesting, yeah. So when I was working on my list, I had to keep telling myself, no, that was a great video. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily the greatest song of all time, but definitely an iconic music video. Right. And that didn't necessarily mean it was the greatest song. But like right. I grew up coming home from school, turning on MTV, and, and back then it was all music videos right, unless right, it was right. spring break. And then right. it was that, you know, but... Like it was constant music videos and then VH1 and all that. So it was like, it was a different era where music had pictures. Right. And uh, like, I remember, you know, when Duran Duran happened, mm-hmm. it's because MTV, they looked. Right. They looked different. Different. Yeah. And I mean, I love their music. I'm a big Duran Duran fan, but yeah. again, it's, it, there's so many layers of what that is. That was actually considered new wave and pop at the same time. So. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I can get real. No, it's fine. No, it's good. The, the, but yeah, we're 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 defining our list here. I feel like I should have wore day glow, yellow or orange. You right should have. Well, it's okay. This this medium is not really visual, so. I'm actually wearing day glow, yellow and orange <laughs> with and blind, I, vertical blind glasses. And I'm wearing and full I'm, leather and a and a and a mullet and a mullet. Yeah. And I've cuffed my pants, Perfect. and you can see my ankles with my checkered vans. That's where I'm at <laughs> exactly. right now. So. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Um, Another thing is we, this show, you know, for anyone who's listened before, you might not know, but this is, there's not a lot of high tech production that goes into this. 
podcast. So we we have lined up on our computers. Both of us have our laptops in front of here because we're on a work trip. Clearly, clearly that we are going to we're going to you work play. your way, we work our way. We, sales is sales. <laughs> we're going to play. We're going to play a little clip um, uh, from our songs when we play them. So I'm not going to edit because I don't have time to go in and edit in. I'd have to buy all the songs, download whatever. I'm not going to edit in the song. We're going to play a little oh, bit. Oh, I actually applied for permission for all the songs I plan to use. Oh, okay. <laughs> not true. <laughs> so so we're going to play little bits when we get to it. Unlike when I did 90s songs with Sam Taylor, we, we sang it. So you, oh. we're, I'm sure some singing will happen, but we're not going to... We're, we're a little more high-tech than that. Um, so that's it. Anything else before we get into the list? Any other thoughts about the 80s? What so, it felt like to be in the 80s? Any so other, what, 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 what was the last what one? What it felt like to be in the 80s, you know? like Oh, it felt amazing. Yeah, like, I mean, amazing. literally, we should stay there. I mean, other than the, you know, uh, Berlin Wall and all the tragedies and all that, I went to the Reagan, I know, let's bring it down a notch. (laughs) I went to the Reagan Museum, which I was like, I love the 80s. And then I go through this one section of the Reagan Museum, like, oh, it was awful, you know, but (laughs) I don't remember it that way because I think the music was so good that we like neglected all that stuff and there was no media really. But, um, (laughs) but no, like the 80s were like, well, I mean. I guess it's probably like everybody's youth. Right. I was going to say high school is also it's pretty rosy like, for a lot of I've people. I've heard people who didn't like high school. Yeah. I loved high school. Yeah. And well, college. Like I did both like. of those in the 80s. I did junior high, high school, and college like practically through the 80s. Well, I'd say a combination, you know, a, a common thing that you and I share is we both probably peaked at 17. It's, oh, you know, it's been, easily. It's been downhill. Easily, yeah. It's like, been I, downhill it's for both been of weight us. gain and hair loss since, like, 1989. <laughs> so, it's, I mean, literally, that was my window. So, that might be and, a reason why you think yeah, that is so great. It, it could be, you know, <laughs> rah, rah, years are gone. But, you know, like, I'm... I'm I mean, I do all right, but no, you do. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Thanks for that. No, no but I, I actually I can see it like in Lily, my daughter is twelve. You know, yeah. like this is her window where music is like showing up Very and important. like yeah. she's actually building a playlist that I'm enjoying. You know, mm. and like I just remember, you know, and I, I, you know, my parents were real supportive to, you know, uh, like actually I had a cool mom. Right. You know, so my mom had a cassette player in the car that had songs in it I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, like my mom bought Van Halen's album wow. Jump. Yeah. And I'm like oh, in the car and my, I know. I don't have that and my mom, my mom loved Eddie Van Halen. I'm like, mom, that's, yeah, know, that's, that's that, weird, yeah. you know, but it's that's also so, cool, you know, yeah. like because she's playing that music and she was like into Billy Joel and all these things. And so for me, like I, I, the music was around all the time. Yeah. And then until my dad did that one CYC class where it was uh, while you're dancing to the beat, are you walking in Christ's feet? Ooh, and uh, got, you, got you with that one. He, uh, yeah, yeah, started pulling from my album collection in the closet for record of the class. You know, like tainted love. Is that something you really want? And I'm like, ah, you know, like I love these songs. Don't do that to me. But you know, that ended it's, for it's a minute, and then we went back to music. So you know, it's like no, I'm, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm just, I, I like the sound. <laughs> That's not overanalyzed. All right. I'm, uh... Oh, I do want to say something else that, like, in getting ready for this, and I kind of kind of yeah. alluded yeah. to it. So it, it's interesting. The I, I looked at all the top charts, right, and like what Billboard so, ranked as number one. Deciding right now, do we want to do that after we? We can. We you, we can jump in because honorable Maybe. mentions will get exactly a long let's, ways. Let's do that. Let's hold the you you printed some information. I don't on want charts. this to be a pizza broadcast where we never get to the songs. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did the charts, so I, I think let's do our five, and then we can kind of compare that to what like, to what it said, like the facts. Because right. you also have a list. You, you have a couple lists. There, I do. Right? So I do. Um, 
I printed it because I'm from the 80s. Right. I print, yeah. <laughs> you have two computers on there, and you still have a printout. Print. I'm also receiving a fax right now. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's get into our top five. Five to one. No, honorable mentions. No, no, we do honorable mentions after because if you do honorable mentions now, I might be able to guess your five. Oh. Doesn't doesn't really work in this. Dang it. Okay. I mean, how many? You want to do a couple? I have like 15 honorable mentions. Well, let's, do but we'll... let's do that after. Let's okay. Do your top five. I'll then... save it. Run through your honorable mentions. All right. right. All right. Okay. What is your number five? I go first. You always go first. Yeah. Okay. So my number first. five, I ran this by a couple people that mm-hmm. went, nah, maybe. And I'm like, no. Immediately, I'm like, it's got to be in the top five. And then when I started doing the research. So let me preface. My list is not my personal top five all the way. It's right. me trying to categorize the 80s. You're trying to represent the top And represent the 80s. the 80s. And I think the difference between you and me, I know I'm stalling getting to my number it's five. Okay, it's okay. But one of the differences between you and me is the generational difference. Correct. You're looking at the 80s from the future. Right. And I'm looking from the, the 80s right, te- yeah. back, back to the future. So okay. I'm looking at the <laughs> 80s from when I was there. And so... You're making sure it's on. So oh, okay. I, I'm looking at the 80s from then. And so so for me, it's like when the 80s come up, like when a song comes up, it, it, it categorizes what I felt like and everything that was going on. So so my, I'm going to play it. So my number five. Wait, hold on. It categorizes what you felt like everything. So it, it categorizes it the, the moment, feeling and the, the moment, moment right. of what it was like, but what right. it was like for, I think, everybody. Okay. So like I'm thinking generation. school dances, okay. All right. All six right. years of them, it, okay. and what would come up and everybody would go, whoa! Right, and right, change right. their world, right? Yeah, right? And so my my first one, Dexy's Midnight Runners. I better turn it down a little, but this is this is an extremely eighty song. Not only really an good. eighty really song, good. but a one hit wonder from the eighties. So it's like it's crazy that it stands out in my list. Yeah. And so. Let it run. No, let it run. I think. Oh, okay. So probably don't know. Yeah, if you're not aware, this is "Come On Eileen," right? This so. is "Come On Eileen" by Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yeah. This it's almost thing. ineligible. What they're saying. I don't know if that's a word. This, in, in whatever. It, I can't understand a word. This video is epic. By oh, the way. overalls. I know exactly this video. <laughs> they're wearing overalls and no shirts. It's hilarious. And barefoot. Right. And it's. All right, let's get, let's get to the chorus here. Sorry, I wanted to hear no, the whole good. thing because no, it was like a big beginning. Yeah, yeah. This is the part here everybody knows. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear. From this moment. Yeah, I love that song. That song holds up. That song holds up. That yeah, song is. That, that's a good one. To me, that says the '80s. Yeah. So in every list, it 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 doesn't rank. Right, really. Like so, oh, in the in, in the, the in the research, in, okay. in the research, on the line, all right, on the internet, <laughs> on the World Wide Web, <laughs> they don't even put it in the top thirty. Okay. All right. But and and when I would run it by people, they're like, yeah, it's a, you know, like a like a border song, right? But to me, it, that's that's that song captures the weirdness because there's when I'm talking about eighties music, there's something that's weird. About it is. Like, it's different. That's very weird and funky. Like that did not come from. The Led Zeppelin or the Beatles right, right, or right, any right. of the Elvis Presley, that is just straight up what right. we're playing fiddles and overalls with nothing on and we're just singing in a broke that I don't understand and we're all gonna buy it. Right, right, right. Like in my land. Yeah, yeah. So in my like, land. 
<laughs> it made no sense. Like, it, you know, yeah. on my radio coming into my oh, house. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant by my it was a, that, that song, Your that land song is holds my up. Land. That song holds up. I, like, I mean, that song, too, when it comes on, I'm not sad. That's, you know. That's a happy song. Never skip it. Never skip it. Yeah, to me, that makes right. my I'm, 80s smile. My number five okay. is the opposite of happy song. Oh, I think this is actually. I don't think I have a sad song. I think this is actually one of the saddest songs in the world. Oh, no. Of all time. And this is, I want, no, this is my weirdest pull, okay? So this, this is, is your be, number five that you mentioned five. early. This is going to be weird. Okay. The rest are less weird. The, this is... It's Fast Car Fast by, Tracy, car Chapman. by Tracy Chapman. 1989. I mean, it won a, a, a Best uh, Grammy. Yeah. It's, best it's, New Artist. To me, it's... it's it is an iconic... You got a fast car. Iconic. fast enough that I can drive away? <laughs> iconically sad song. Oh, my God. It is... To me, this is the encapsulation of sad. You don't even look happy. Yeah, look at the look at the video right here. I, since a, you know, since it's an auto. Hundred percent aware. I owned it. Yeah, yeah. I just I think this. Is, I think every time I'm sad, this is the song that comes on. Oh, I have no idea where you're going next. <laughs> That's it's it's not. This is so I spent all that time defining so, like '80s music, and this is not like this is this, an '80s. This is exactly a song released in the '80s. That's not '80s. This is this is by definition from the '80s. Yes. So I'm. I'm but this was artsy indie. This is very you. I'm breaking, <laughs> I'm breaking every rule that I just oh set for my myself goodness. for this song. But I just think, I feel like it has to, to me, this is, it, it, this song holds up. It's iconic. It captures it that exact emotion, the utility, the sadness. Well, that's not on anybody's list. Ironic sadness. It's got to be on air. I'm glad you didn't do any research at all, because that way we can experience this. <laughs> do you want to get to the chorus, or can we just cut it No, here? no, I, we got to... Oh, wait, there's a whole other verse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Can you imagine we were driving, driving in, in your car, car speed so fast, it felt like I was drunk. I mean, okay. I get it. Right, that's that's a, the speedy, let's that feel the, better part. That's the least, that's the least. That car feels like it's going to drive into a wall at some point. It's so yeah, sad. It, like, it it's is sad, really. Yeah. That song is the, uh, you know, every time. I mean, she's tormented. Every time that the, uh, like, the Lakers lose in the playoffs or the Dodgers, every time Clayton Kershaw gets destroyed, that's the song that plays in my head. That's in your head? That's what's in my head. When when Clayton now we Kershaw, love L.A. When Clayton, Clayton Kershaw gets baseballs ripped right through his oh, chest from the man. you know from the cheating Houston Astros, oh. then I sing "Fast Car" in my head. It's the only thing fast that makes things car. better. You got a fastball. They can see it coming from a mile away. <laughs> They're, They're banging can. on their garbage uh, okay. cans. It's gonna hey, fly. What is your number four? Oh, I'm not ready. Uh, number four. Oh, I gotta get it set up because okay. uh, here, hold on a second. Uh, so my number four, this isn't in my genre of what I was into, but it's definitely... Unlike Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. I actually like <laughs> Tracy Chapman. So I actually listened to a Tracy Chapman concert from Outside the Fence. Oh. <laughs> so we were in San Diego and she happened to be playing at a fair and uh, Outside the Fence, I listened to that. And I, I like her. Okay, so here's my number... Whoops, where is it? Your number four. My number four is playing. Uh, here, why? This is really hard. These technical issues. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah. Bon Jovi. This is on my. Uh, this, this exact actually, song. This is this exact song was is my number one honorable mention. This is definitely number six. Okay, so I had to put it in because Bon Jovi captured the world. Yeah. With uh, like just crazy predictable songs. But like the formula killed. Yeah. And it was big stadiums. Yep. Stadium and runs. you can sing along. And everybody knew what we've got 
It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. We got each other, and that's a lot for love. And everybody's in it. Right here, right here. Here we go. Right here. Whoa, we're halfway there. Can't hit the snow. No, yeah, we're not gonna do that one. But, but that. This that very, song totally was gigantic. I should have honestly. This should have been my number five instead. And of actually, he's the epitome of your mullet, mullet hitting pop. Exactly. Mullet he leather is leather, over. not to neon, but no, not neon. But I'm saying that's the that's he's the mullet leather to pop. Yeah, like um, he was a crossover guy and made a fortune. I mean, so being I lived, Bon Jovi. So I lived in New Jersey, and Bon Jovi is famously from New Jersey. Yes, right? and uh, and one of my all time favorite memories. In New Jersey, just for being a very the most New Jersey moment of my life. Okay, it's a Bon Jovi. Right by my work, there was a billboard by my office, like billboard. You could see it further down the road a little bit, and it was Bon Jovi seven nights at the at the amphitheater, the nearby like stadium. Is it a big stadium? No, like twenty five thousand. It's where like the Nets played. Okay, Bon Jovi for seven 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 nights. nights. Then for like weeks, seven nights in a row for like weeks. It's like that. Then I pull in one day. There's a big cross on like on the seven, and it says three nights added. <laughs> ten <laughs> nights of Bon Jovi. They sold out ten nights of Bon Jovi. How many torn T-shirts can be worn? To, like I mean, literally, literally, like that's that's crazy. <laughs> it cracks me up. That's why Everybody is slippery when wet. That's what that is. <laughs> it's like my favorite. It's my favorite. Like Bon Jovi. Uh, nobody respects a Bon Jovi fan. First of all, that's true. So that is true. It's an embarrassing. Now, per- so so as I preface, I'm not a fan. Oh, but I know every word. Perfect. Like, <laughs> that's a perfect example of the ironic '80s music. You know, like oh yeah yeah, I like '80s music. Like oh yeah, Bon Jovi, hilarious. Oh, yeah. Or I mean, that song kills in karaoke. Oh, if you do "Living on a Prayer" in karaoke, I mean, you own it. Yeah, you own the whole room. Like it's 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 crazy because there's a lot of '80s stuff where it's embarrassingly right. good. Okay. Yeah, you know? The rest of my list is that is that is I that can't I that irony. I already know some of the stuff's going to be on your list cuz right. I heard your karaoke. You ready for number 4? I yes. Okay. My number 4. Wait, wait, wait. No. So I did it's not on my list cuz it's not the top 80 song of all time, time but my favorite Bon Jovi oh. is um uh what is the one where Ricky Zambora sings background to him and it's um uh, it's a, uh, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse, steel horse I ride, I'm, I'm wanted, dead or alive. Anyway, <laughs> in a video music era where they play that as a live concert, like, video, and, and in my young youth, I thought those were real, uh-huh. you know, not staged audiences and all that stuff, but, yeah. uh, yeah, like I actually thought Bruce Springsteen asked, you know, the girl from Friends to come up on stage just randomly, and that was a real thing. But you know, like, like <laughs> I, I actually thought Monica's her name. Uh, but anyway, I, I thought those were real. But I'm, you know, that's like when you're seeing the sweat come off. Oh yeah, yeah. Like to me, that was like, oh, rock and roll is the best. So the reason I got. The reason I got into Bon Jovi is Bon Jovi continued to release music through the 90s and into the early 2000s. Like with Young Guns movies and yeah. stuff? Yeah, well, and, and so in 2000, they put out an album, you may remember, called Crush. And it had a song called It's My Life on it. It's my life. <laughs> it's now or never. <laughs> yeah, I can't play it. I'm gonna live I forever. I play it. You got it. Yeah, that so one? They kept going for a while. And so that, that song was released in the summer I was 13. I mean, that, you know, hit that's, me right there. Right there. That matters. There's coming, coming awake as an adult. And there's, oh. there's John and Bon Jovi. And then it's your life? There's John Bon Jovi teaching me. That's All right. <laughs> lessons by John Bon. All right. My, uh, 
My number four is this. Little shout out to Oh! Mm. Okay. Did I steal one from you? No. It's in my honorable mention. Yes. Here we go. She is stunningly beautiful in this video, too. Though. That heat. Oh. Well, they just had on the Oscars, they did a montage of songs, and the they showed her, they showed her Bodyguard yeah. uh, oh, song yeah. that she sang for Dolly Parton. No, she was, she's hyper-talented, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, not alive, but was extremely hyper-talented and owned the 80s. Yeah. Like I had that to, video, I had did you see that video? I'm watching it right now. So she's got her legs happening underneath the change stall and stuff, <laughs> and like, you're like, oh, what's going on? They're like little twiggy things, but it didn't matter because... Things. Because her hair is just epic. Epic what? 80s hair. Well, 80s hair. So, style of the 80s, the female <laughs> hair had to go up and then waterfall down. Like, right, it was right, like right, a right. big event, you know? Yeah. And more wet, the better. So, like, if you can moose it to wetness, but <laughs> yeah. not all the way dry, but still crunchy, so it held, you know, like, that was a thing. No, like, like, <laughs> Whitney, Whitney, sorry, <laughs> Whitney Houston was gigantic. Yeah. And you know, her aunt is Dionne Warwick. I don't know who Dionne Warwick is. Dionne Warwick. So her song, <laughs> That's What Friends Are For, that was also in 80s songs. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, in good times, in bad times, that's what friends are for. That was uh, her aunt, and she was like a star from like the 60s, 70s, like huh. maybe even earlier. But yeah, she's she's like uh, pop royalty of the 80s. Interesting. Whitney Houston. And then she married Bobby Brown. Yeah. But anyways, I had to include that song. That song is also no, that's, kind of, that, that makes you sense. You literally can't not dance when that song comes so, on. Too. So a fact on that. Okay. Because I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring a fact now to the table. Actual a fact, facts. A fa actual Nobody fact. Nobody comes to this podcast for facts. I'm sorry, I'm bringing it right now. An actual fact from from that is she uh, I gotta find my page. She was uh, one of the top artists of the whole genre, of the whole 80s scene. So uh, sorry, gotta go through my papers here. But, uh, <laughs> Whitney Houston had seven number one hits, third most in the eighties. Wow! So you well, can't could. you can't not pay attention to her. Uh, she was, and she had thirteen weeks at number one. I made up for Tracy Chapman, then you're saying? Yeah, you picked a good one because my Bon Jovi only had four weeks. You oh know, yeah, and where John Bon? Yeah, where John Bon? But John Bon John John Bon Bon yeah whatever Bon Jovi owned an Arena Football League team, so that's yeah, worth yeah, something. That's worth something. Whitney never owned that. Uh, All right, what's your number three? So my number three, I gotta get uh, five seconds into it, but here we go. Um, Is a British rock band, Def Leppard. Def Leppard, all right. If you don't have Def Leppard in your list, you weren't from the 80s. <laughs> I'm not from the 80s. This is... Take it, come and get it on. Oh. This is Pour Some Sugar yeah. on Me. Yep, I got there. It's, it's, this is, this is like so big. So again, it's like the same thinking and the feeling that went with Bon Jovi. It's. The big concert, the big rock band, the whole image, the torn jeans, all acid wash, the mullet but not mullet hair, and yeah, 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 just so gigantic. That was. Let's get it, of course. Here we go. Shake it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that movie is. Or that song Here is it is. 
pour some sugar on me. That's it right there. That, I got I got I got a bone Wait, to pick. I got a bone to pick. What is your bone? My bone to pick with that song is yes, it's iconic. Yes. That is, that's a little actual, to me, that's already a classic rock song. That is a... Well, it's classic rock it, because it's from the 80s. I get, I get it because it's rock from the 80s, but, but it's, it was 1987, like that's, I guess that's fully hairband, and I felt like John Bon Jovi was more 80s, like they were earlier. So... Def Leppard was, like, that's like... Def Leppard you know, was rock. Right. But played on every station. Okay. So that's the problem with it. So, well, yeah, yeah, you did have to be there. But, uh, like, <laughs> but the, I like, obviously it's a great song. It's yeah, a great no, song. like the, the, Iconic song. the hard, the hard part about, so, so at the beginning, like High and Dry, early Def Leppard, you know, uh, that's the name of their album. Okay. Uh, it was true rock, like barely known. But then the guy who produced the Beatles uh-huh. took on this Def Leppard album and produced that and made them gigantic. Okay. Made them appealing to everybody, you know? And so they had Animal and they had all these songs that were like just yeah. crossover. More straight up, yeah. Straight up. And and um, and that, so the thing about the 80s too, the, I mean, you've gone Whitney Houston, but your first one was Tracy Chapman. Like, there's a British component. For sure. I'm getting there. To the 80s. So, yeah. Yeah. like, we were in love again with the invasion of Britain. So, like, I think the, the 70s... Second British invasion. Yeah, yeah because the 70s were, like, the folk, the Woodstock, so, the all that. My number three. Okay. I'm going to lead into it, because it's not British, but it is... It's foreign. Norwegian. Oh! Wow! So that's in my honorable mention. So I don't even think they speak English. I think they made English for their song. Here we go. This is the most, this is the moment. Can you hit it? Oh, you can. <laughs> so that's that's my number so, three. Take on me by Aha. So when that starts, da, 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 yep. Da, da, yep. like immediately Same. everybody's Everybody off their seat. Everybody knows. Yeah, you're in. Yep. You're in. Like and and to to its merit today. It's in my daughter's playlist, mm-hmm. like as a twelve-year-old. Yep. So, like it, it's, it, it, song but but it but interestingly, that song on the overall rankings list of all no. time, it's not up there. It's like my Dexy's Midnight Runners, where it's like thirty seventh of all time, and it's all based on how many weeks you know it was at number one yeah, and yeah, all that. So, but I, I think its lasting power stands up. I, I didn't put it. It's in my honorable mention because I didn't have room. I kind of put it as the. The my my uh, my recognition of that second British invasion. Mm-hmm. The other one that I've almost put in that spot. It's a list down there in my honorable mentions. Is um, "Don't You Forget About Me" by Simple Minds. Oh, just a, from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, very to me super Don't iconic. You song. I just think "Aha" is more. It's weirder. Like, like oh no, it's, it's definitely weirder. Totally, all the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The music video being the first hand drawn jump yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like a cartoon happening, yeah. like a comic strip. Right. Like it's it. So. So I think it's worthy of being on the list. That's amazing. That's interesting that your stats say say no. We'll yeah. Say. Well, stats don't matter. You know, numbers do, numbers lie sometimes. Numbers do lie. Yeah. So so I I, aha, and that song does capture the whole thing of that moment. They actually had another hit, which was also good. So they're not really a one-hit wonder, but they're only a two-hit wonder. Okay. But um, What was their other song? If they're uh, a one-hit wonder, because I don't know the other song. No, the other... Well, so the other song was big. I can't remember it now. So, so they're a one-hit one wonder. Hit wonder. Yeah, yeah, okay. but, uh, but yeah, they... Um, <laughs> uh, oh, the sun only shines on TV. 
Okay. That's their other song. But uh, but it, it was um, it was interesting because I remembered when they were out and they would interview them and they didn't speak English. And I was like, wait a second. I know every word of this song. Like, I can understand it and sing it. And that was the first time I'd ever realized people write songs in other languages and then they convert them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we listen to them and then we love them. Yeah. And they weren't written we're getting, for us. We're getting played. Anyway, so, well, yeah, total fakers. <laughs> no, no, it was it was cool. And then that was also when I started to realize you can have uh, an accent when you talk, but not when you sing. <laughs> that so, is, that is, that's so, what, what woke you up to that? Yeah, well... <laughs> The 80s, because they were interviewing these artists on MTV, you know, right, right, so right, like, right, right. I never really paid attention to any of that, you know, just listening to songs on the, like, you listen to the Beatles, and I hear the Beatles, and then I never ever heard the Beatles talk, you know, like as a kid, and then next thing you know, you know, I'm watching MTV, and I'm listening to them after the song, when they perform live interview, and I'm like, wait a second, that's not what you sound like, I've heard you, <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden men at work, and the guy's like got a twang in his talk, and he yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. like, you know, yeah. Peter Pickering, and I'm like, wait, wait. I, I've heard you at Bible schools and stuff, I don't actually understand how you're able to sing without that accent, you know, like it's weird, it's just weird. What's, uh, what's your number two? My number two, oh, so my number two. Now you're excited, you've been kind of ashamed to this point. Yeah, it was right. it was hard to label the first three oh, because okay. of my honorable mention list. I feel yeah. like my honorable mention list could make the five through three. Okay, any one of them. Could. Any one of but them. But you feel these top two are the these actual two, cut above. These two just... Iconic 80s. Like sounds. nobody should have another opinion, including you. Okay, well, so uh, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. see. So my number two, let me get to where the sound is on. And this is my number two. Could have been one, maybe. <laughs> Don't even stop, cause this. Come on, you hear this lick? I, I know it. I know it. I know the song immediately. Are you not gonna give it? It's your number two. You say it. It's totally my number two. It's Footloose from Kenny Loggins. Like, yeah. Kenny Loggins was a big star, but this. It's just. I'm punching my car. Eat <laughs> up, stole up. Don't tell me what I got. I got this feeling like. You play this now, you play this then, it's the same people dance until they can't breathe. You know, like it's it's yeah. all the 80s. It's Kevin Bacon. I get it. I get it. I understand. Becoming the I six like steps of Kevin Bacon. Like everything started here. Because you know why? I got to cut loose, foot <laughs> loose, kick off the Sunday shoes. I believe. This song tells a story. It's fun it's active you can know it all sing it all i mean come on it's it's a classic it's a classic song i just to me it's is this is this 80s is this 80s music it's like that is it 80s music i guess it's it's a song it's, it's 1984 I, I, i'm as i'm as guilty of releasing us of, of putting a song on my list that was released in the 80s tracy chapman to me that's not like 80, it's not like an 80s song. So you think this could be, this could be every, it totally is. every it's, era. Every 80s, it, it's so, a classic song. So here's why it's 80s. Okay, it is Because 80s. of the movie. Yeah, it would be, if you, if you were if listening I, to it. If I released it today, if no. I released it, today it might not work. If you were listening to released radio. In 70s or 90s, yeah. it would play pop style. Pop radio, yeah. But it's because a of the movie, yeah, it's like, because of all the scene, and because the 80s, so here's the thing about the 80s, music 
style. It was like a big change, right? Yeah. So the whole like hippie preppy clash or whatever that was, you know, whatever the the straight conservative with the, you know, free living, whatever hippie look and all that happening. I don't know because I was, you know, forced to wear bell bottoms back then. I didn't get a choice. But, uh, you know, like then the 80s come and it's like, oh, throw it all together, whatever you feel like. Right. Hey, well, and Footloose, the movie is a fight against a town who's trying to kill music and sure. free it's the idea, yeah. everything. So it's the big idea of, oh, you can like, and that was, that was the thing about the 80s. Like for me, you know, when you would go, when you would listen to music and you were into music, you could not, you didn't have to pigeon a genre right, and right, be right. only that. Right. Like I can sing to, you know, Rick D's top 40, you right. know, like Casey Kasem, Whitney Houston, like you played yeah, yeah. and sing with no fear right, right, right. and then go oh, okay. straight to alternative music, or, or, no fear or country or yeah. Yeah. country pop like Kenny Loggins is. Kenny Loggins is not country. I literally on his Wikipedia page. He is pop country. That's the first two things that they say on his Wikipedia page. So pop country. Are you kidding me? Just, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's a country song. I don't know. It's okay. I mean, it's a, that's what I'm saying. It's an iconic '80s song. It is. Well, for that reason, I need to remove it from my list. <laughs> no, you're talking. Okay. No, no. It, it's, it's, it's your points are all still yeah. All no, still it's true. It's because, a strong song. That actually song. makes your point better. That yes, it, it, you know, genre became a question it, even more in the '80s. Yeah. yeah. To me, to me, you were allowed to like like you can like ACDC and Whitney Houston and Rick Ashley and The Cure. Like right. you can like all those and be acceptable, or some of those. And like it was just a different thing. You didn't have to be like a certain person. That's a great song. It's a great iconic song. Iconic eighties. Okay. Well, books. I wish you liked it more, because I was really excited <laughs> to play it for you. I don't need to approve your list. Clearly. See, this I'm is what the... I was saying. I've never put stuff in writing, and now it's out there. <laughs> and now I'm gonna get all these messages right, going. Okay. Are you kidding me with L- that? Listen, I covered us by putting Tracy Chapman on the list. Okay? Thanks it's for thanks for Here's, hedging and get, all that. and get ready for my next two. Number two, <laughs> number two yes. is, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I knew it had to be. Sing it. Thanks a lot to drag me away from you. Does Levi's go to karaoke? There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. Are you singing the Weezer or Toto? Africa by Toto. Yeah, it's obviously great because. It got covered by a mainstream band just this yeah, last it's, year. It's a, it, it definitely had a second life, I think, in, in the last so 10 didn't... years. I love this song. Um, <laughs> to me, this fits the exact thing. It's weird. Like, like, 80s music to me has to be funky. There's like a weird, funky, weird vibe to it. Yeah. Like, they got away with stuff that we could that people never got away with again. That's kind right. of what you're saying musically. Like That's true. And then Africa, like, just the synth, I guess it's the synth piano. Yeah. And it's and it's huge in Africa, in, 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 in Africa by Toto. It's a... Uh, the hair is unreal. The video oh, is so weird. The lyrics are super weird. Yeah, perms. So yeah, I had a perm. Total by Africa, iconic, iconic '80s song. Does not work in another decade or another genre. So here's opinion. here's something. So you mentioned the synths, but uh, more than the synthesizers, there was a lot of hyper harmonies. Oh yeah. So like people harmonies. were barber shopping rock music and you know that kind of stuff. Like like it, it's in my honorable mentions, but like Billy Joel. Huey Lewis in the news, yeah, yeah, Toto, yeah. Toto yep, like yep. they were playing with layers of voices, right. 
And I mean, they kind of did that with like Crosby, Stills, and Nash and stuff in the seventies. Yeah. But yeah, but, they really. But it seems it. like they really went barbershop yeah, quartet. Yeah. And Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Yeah, I'm like oh no, it's <laughs> it's it's a top one hundred oh, really? song. Kokomo by the Beach Boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, Aruba, Jamaica. Like yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah. it was. But it was like um, it was big, giant harmonies that actually and and it and it it, it just spread throughout. Like yeah, I just think it was. A different part of the '80s, right. that you could actually do a big like what could be acapella, but put it with a you know uh, electronic beat, and next thing you know, it was a thing. Hmm. So yeah, that's a good song. I didn't have Toto anywhere on my list. That's okay. I mean, um, but I, I understand it, you know, as a thing. I knew it was going to be on your list because <laughs> it's like literally what you write for. What's your character. number one '80s? Uh, song? Uh, 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 Are you stressed? It's going to be yours. You stressed? No, I, I I just if it, don't. If it's if it's really mine, I'm gonna be very amazed. It's not yours. So that this is a great song. Yeah. So I I couldn't even start it at a spot. Like it had to start. Well, let it there. go. Let it, let it play. Let it play. Whoops. Sorry. That's not good. Which I understand from Jennifer DeCosta, that's not a real place. There's no South, South Detroit. <laughs> I guess it's, it's a build. Should we keep going? Uh, no, because it goes for a while. But yeah. I can get you to where it matters. Don't stop believing. This also kills a karaoke. Oh yeah, if you can do it, Steve Perry. So that's the thing about it. It's here it goes. Now we're rocking. We get it. Yeah, we get it. All right, it's so great. I can stop it. Yep. Excellent, excellent song. Because it's don't stop believing. I mean, don't it's we know that. Yeah. It's it's super big. So Journey was the monster band of the 80s and interesting story about journey journey started off as a 70s band yeah but instrumental only they had no vocals and it wasn't until they added steve perry and then the 80s happened and here here, he's your mullet leather but not leather yeah, that's, it's clearly the leather rock that I'm talking about. It like, is leather. Bump, so bump, it's bump. weird that I like so much leather You've rock. You've got a lot of leather rock. Well, I expected more neon out of you. I was going to put it, but it's not but, mainstream. So that's what I was trying to say at the beginning. It's, fine, yeah. it's not my list. I get it's it. the list. You're saying, okay. <laughs> Your list is the list. It's the... Right. Well, I... I, I uh, my number one... I, we'll talk more about it. Your journey's number one. We'll recap the list. Uh-huh. I just want to get to my number one. So I do have to talk. play one honorable mention song because That's fine. it's my favorite song so, of all time. So my... Oh, you put you didn't use... I put Tracy Chapman on there totally selfishly. You didn't put your favorite song of all time. No, because time I thought list. I was building the list. Okay, so you're making the list. All right. My you're favorite song of judge. all time can make the list. The number one 80s... Song in the in my opinion the in, in the, the world in the world of all time in the in the eighties genre okay like you hear this wow this is so eighties let's see if it makes my honorables <laughs> it does make my honorable mention because okay to be to be Rick rolled obviously yeah <laughs> but look at the hair I'm watching the video right now oh, no the hair the neon the Either high waist. 
Oh, I mean, I mean, I would argue that, but yes, he's a one—he's a one-hit wonder. We're not strangers to love. You're, you're nailing, nailing it. Yeah. You know the rules. The trench coat so this guy's wearing. Oh. He's a British pop star. Is he British? Oh. Yeah. Um, here we go. Here we go. This is the number one 80s song. I'm not just trying to rickroll the podcast because oh, I would. I you just did. This, this really Sorry, is. Everybody. This really is the 80s. This is the 80s song. This is the, it's a small world hickory dickory dock of the 80s. Like, this is the song that won't leave your head now. <laughs> I just mean, it is, it is You're iconic right. 80s song. It's all With, the production of the 80s in the bass, one the, guy. Listen, listen to just the bass. Oh man, the bartender dancing is not also so, perfect. So there's an interesting thing That's about the, perfect the bass. Song. So this song actually. So Rick Ashley Astley. Astley. Yes. It. Rick Astley has copyrighted everything out of that song <laughs> to where there is no way so like we're in an eighties band, right? Right. We're doing an 80s concert. Uh-huh. That's early for my plug, but we're doing an 80s concert this year. Uh-huh. And one of the songs I brought to the band to play was that. I'm like, okay. we gotta do okay. Never Gonna Give You Up, right? right. And because uh, I did say it's definitely the 80s, right? Like you play that and everybody's gonna go, oh, I know everything Rick won't do to me, you know? So anyway, <laughs> so so it's like, all right. Well, it turns out there's no way there's no tabs you know how you you play an instrument oh, yeah, yeah, you can't find you can't find bass tabs guitar tabs any of it it's all not allowed to be put on the internet yeah, yeah. so he's protecting it all that's he's funny. keeping the 80s well, to himself so i have I, you said he was a one-hit wonder it's just funny but i have um i let, put him on spotify one time and then let the other songs play like after they're going to give you up and he has a song called um she wants to dance with me Oh, I know that song. So I play that song for the baby, Pippa. She loves that song. Like, I'm dead serious. She dances. It's a happy so song. We dance. So it's in, I actually have a playlist on Spotify that's Pippa's songs. And she wants to it's dance with her. It's on there. on there. So, so she, he has other songs. You're right. I mean, none of us. So in the 80s, we knew the song. We sang the song. None of us tried to be Rick Astley. So <laughs> so he was not an icon. No, he's a redheaded <laughs> white guy, you know, you know, doing a funny dance move. You know, we teased the heck out of him yeah, yeah. Well, as we appreciated as the fact happened. that this is the most catchy tune you ever it's had the, to hear, it's right? It's the most 80s song of all time, in I, my opinion. But I, I couldn't... It's on my honorable mention, right. but honestly, I would have hated my so whole re- list if I did that. Let's recap. Top five, and then we're going to get the honorable mention. So my top five is Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston, Take On Me by Aha, Africa by Toto, and Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. You know what's crazy? Ours don't match. I know, we didn't hit any. I expect to hit one. So my my fifth was Come On Eileen by Desi the Night Runners, Uh, Living on a Prayer, Live In on a Prayer, as New Jersey say, Uh, Bon Jovi, Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard, number two is Footloose by Kenny Loggins, and number one, Journey, Don't Stop Believing. So you really had... I had mostly rock. In my opinion, you had three songs that you could have made two or one song. Does that make sense? Like, so, so living on a prayer, yeah, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, and and and, uh, and, and Journey. Journey. And then I threw Footloose in there because it meant something. I love Footloose. That, it, Footloose is important. I think it does belong in the top five. Come on, Eileen was just let's straight see, up. See, that's that's the kind of weirder '80s song. But to me, that's more so, '80s music. So if I was gonna build my own list, okay, what is that? Come on, Eileen's still just on your it. your favorite songs. This is just Chris Sickney's favorite oh. songs from the 80s. All right, my favorite songs from the 80s, I, I actually wrote them down. So Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses, which is when not... When was that released? 89? 80s, I don't okay, know. go ahead, go ahead. So, uh, uh, The Cure's uh, Just Like Heaven. 
Okay. Depeche Mode People Are People. Okay. Um, you shouldn't. But these aren't songs that were mainstream. So, like, I was talking about this before. So, when you're walking around in the mall, mm -hmm. the Sherman Oaks Galleria in the 80s, they're not playing The Cure. They're not playing Depeche Mode. But now, Depeche Mode. But now, they're on regular classic Every, rock radio and, 80s and, and think, they're I in think, commercials yeah, like just are, can't get enough didn't exist yes and now it's the background music to everything right yeah. so uh but like huey lewis's the harder rock and roll yeah, yeah. i was lewis like is, sold I, on that but my favorite song so uh print and, and prince yeah we didn't touch everything prince, prince. jackson michael jackson was was yeah. big but my favorite song of all time your is, favorite song of all time which is not included in your not list, included is, in my list but is in the top 100 rankings of a lot of sites, but okay. it, way low, is this. <laughs> this is my favorite song of all time, the end. Josh Somerville will hate that I played this song, because he, I, I always say every year for the band concert, can we do this? And he's like, oh, I hate that song. But it's Blister in the Sun by the Violent Femmes. And this is from night. I guess it's just a. I think I like it too because it's not very good vocals. Can you get to the chorus? Get the chorus. Here it is. Let me go on like a blister in the sun. Let me go on. That is, yeah, that's not a big hands, which I don't have. No, you're the one. <laughs> so that's not an '80s song. That's not an '80s. To me, it's. That's not, that's not an 80s song. That's not like that's not 80s music. Okay. That's okay. Not like, so here's what you're waiting for me to do. You're. What, you, am, I wait, what am I waiting for you to do? What do you mean? Here I will. You're gonna play an 80s song. I'm gonna. This song? is what you thought I would do. You yes. thought I would come in with. Take on me by Aha. Nah, you were you were you were you were expecting like some real. I don't know. Oh, you got it. You think you got you got a more '80s song than "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley? Yeah. No, I don't know if it's more, but uh, let me get it here because um, yeah, you you. I want. Uh, I got a couple more honorable mentions. Go yeah. ahead. You you go ahead. My, while I so look this up. Uh, the Cars to me is an '80s oh, band. The Cars that is I a huge '80s band. Greatly enjoy. Um, Everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears is a great song. U uh, two again. We didn't really touch. Men at Work to me is a fantastic '80s band. They really peaked in the '80s, obviously, but obviously. I think they're also. I think they're just great, also. Like that, like it's the quality is like the Men at Work, the Police, uh, U two. Like sometimes there's like a quality level where it's to me it leaves '80s music. It, it, there's not. It's not ironic. Right. It's not. It's unironic that Who Can It Be Now is a great song, right? Right. Right. And right. That, you know that singer is very good. No, no, I, I get Africa it. by Toto, very ironic. So I guess that's. I guess irony is really what I'm missing. Yeah, you're. What I'm looking for. You're. Fast Car by Tracy there. Chapman, ironically very sad. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you really shouldn't have done that. But uh, <laughs> what should have done? What fast car? Yeah, it's 1989. It it, it it's really a 90s song. I just couldn't put it on my 90s podcast. And is I, it a 90s song? Well, it's it's well, released, it's like it's released in 89. But it's so so. Here's here's what I here's what I think you thought I was gonna give you. I think you thought I was gonna give you like this. This is yes. This is, this is, and this, this is in my honorable mention because if you went to a dance and this came on, you'd be like, ah, 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 you know, like it, it's a full on. You gotta get to the words. I will. People don't know this It's song. coming up here. Oh, I think I might have picked the extended version, but anyway. Spin me right round. Right, this is an 80s song. Yes. Round, like yes, this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. So you think you're thinking that 
You're thinking also like this. This is Jitterbug. Exactly. Wham. Wham. Yeah. Wham's on my honorable mention. So they're all in my honorable mention, but you know, they while they were something. Instead you just wanted to put four hair bands in. (laughs) The opposite of what I was. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go with Kenny Loggins. Well, no, that was the decision you made. Okay. It's all right. It's okay. So not everyone's really good at ranking stuff. Okay? Oh shit! <laughs> that is not. True. I shouldn't have said that. I said Tracy Chapman by Fast Car. It's not fair for me to say. That. So yeah, but I mean, there are there are so many. That was the hard part. So like, I've, I get it. I've talked to you a million times yeah, about this. This is a very difficult list. Of Narrowing down the whole '80s yes. and all the genres in the '80s to five songs. Yeah. I get it. With all the facts. Like all the facts. <laughs> you know, know, like... All right, yeah, let's get, let's get into the papers. So no, what? let me... Like, can I okay. give you the rest of my honor? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think you agree with a lot of them. Okay. So... <laughs> There's a lot more leather in this one? Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. So my honorable mentions make up less leather. So like okay. the B-52s. Yes. Like Rock no, Lobster, no, Love no. Shack. Those were gigantic. Brian Adams. Yeah. So... Touch Brian Adams. Yeah. So Summer of 69, crazy. But like you're saying, not an 80s song... It's like a guy who can play any era. Yeah. Michael Jackson, we didn't even talk about, but so Michael Jackson's Billie Jean is the number one song of his career. But I actually think Beat It is a bigger song. And I actually think part of that's because I actually started thinking, did Weird Al cover it? Because like that mm, changes yeah, yeah, it yeah. where it then becomes a song again. And you're like, oh yeah. But like, like if, if you were around the 80s when the Thriller video came out, it's the first movie right. video right. ever. Right. And and Michael Jackson at that time was just a whole different like MTV, yeah. He yeah. he was owning. And he'd already been a huge star. And he already like he also had like pre face surgery Michael Jackson he stuff has an, too. Like, and he, he was incredible. It's ridiculous his his Discog- his, uh, his discography. Catalog? Oh my goodness. Um I don't yeah. know how you look up this stuff that Yeah, fast. I got it. I got it. I got Michael Jackson's singles discog- discography in the eighties, okay? Yeah. Uh the Girl Is Mine, 82. Billie Jean, Beat It. I uh, want to be starting something. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just doing ones that hit me. Thriller, this is all 84. Um, Can't Stop Loving You, Bad. The Way You Make Me Feel, Man in the Mirror. Oh, yeah. Uh, Smooth Criminal. Uh, and I'm, I'm just, you know. Those are just and then in he, order. He gets to Black or White, which is number one in 1991. I mean, he but really. But, like, Michael Jackson had nine number one hits in the 80s. Nine. Nine, nine of them. Madonna was second oh, yeah. with seven. There it is, yeah. You know yeah. who we didn't talk about? Phil Collins. Wow. And Phil Collins had seven number one hits. Alone or with Genesis? Alone. Like, Dang. reinvigorated career. You know, oh, In the amazing. Air Tonight and Susudio and those kinds of songs. George Michael by himself had five. Yeah, we, we should have. Like, Careless really, Whisper. We made a mistake not including Wham. Yeah. Careless Whisper especially. Yeah, but right. uh, it's a sad song, so I didn't want to sing it. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, like nobody... When you're when you're in the '80s and you don't have a girlfriend, slow dances are not your happy point. Like honestly, <laughs> so forget it. I want to dance in the middle of everybody's stand. Like Lionel Richie. Yeah. You know these are crazy. Daryl Hall and John Oates. So what what what's Lionel Richie's numbers? Five number, number one, one hits in like, the '80s. Hello. I know. I, yeah. I know Lionel Richie. That's amazing. Yeah. Five number one hits in the '80s. Uh, Stevie Wonder was still relevant in the '80s. Yeah. You know, and so, then Prince. We didn't even talk about. Well, we mentioned them earlier, but yeah, there's there's just a lot. You of, didn't get them. Your point is there's a lot of music in the 80s. Well, and then, like, the girls that sang... Man, this seems harder than the 90s was. Pat Benatar. Yeah. So the, the one, Benatar. 80s as well? So, yeah. So one of the songs that was top in the 80s, but I couldn't put it on my list because I really don't like it, is Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, I Love Rock and Roll. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not a fan. It's of annoying. 
Right. But at the time, it was so big, and then it hit the Weird Al factor because he then released I Love Rocky Road. You know, so it was, it was like, oh man. And like, I had a tiger. So, so here's one of the things I noticed about the eighties Okay, is it was a lot of visual, right? Okay. It was the first era where MTV music videos or big epic, you know, my age movies like John Hughes films and stuff where they really used, I thought music to sell the movie yeah. and like, I of the Tigers one of those, not not in those two categories I said, but when you Rocky was the eighties. Like the movie Rocky and every genre of Rocky ran throughout the eighties and I of the Tiger was like Rocky getting ready to beat Mr. T, you know, like right, it was right, right, it right, was right. just yeah, like yeah. are you kidding right. me? There's a lot of video music. It's, music a, it's emerging, you know, where right, I've got a right, vi- and for right. me I'm also a very visual thinker, you know, like yeah, yeah, I memorize things yeah, visually. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, but uh yeah. I just that that's my my honorable mentions, that's pretty much the genre. Depeche Mode's my favorite band of all time, and yeah. I couldn't give it a mention because that's not going to hit anybody happy. <laughs> you know, like, I, I got so many reasons to love them, but, you know, I remember, you know, first time I played one for Beth, she goes, who is this? And I'm like, all right, forget it, you know. So I'm just it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite band of all time. But. <laughs> all right. That's, that's it. That's the 80s music. I, I think we really hashed that out. Um, yes. Uh, probably got, too much uh, no it's good did now, it take too long no it's good we're good we, we can, now we got more because I have some sub genres on pepperoni styles if you want me to talk <laughs> about you know the variations of so you know a sliced sausage if you want <laughs> shout out to Glenn shout and Rodney shout out to Glenn and Rodney so what are you let's let's do the uh, the last topics before we close up for tonight what are you eating lately so I have a big list okay but um, it's going to surprise you the first one so I'm currently eating Women's chewable prenatal vitamins. <laughs> so, it's, not, it's not a false thing. But I, so. Please explain. I was recently in the hospital, and one of the things I'm missing is a lot of iron and calcium because of my uh, diet and the way my body's made up. So, okay. because I had a gastric bypass, mm-hmm. I'm not able to process the same kinds These of things. things. Correctly, right. And when I was told having this, I was told you're going to need to supplement. Okay. And the best supplement is what women take for <laughs> their prenatal. And so I have gummy women's vitamins that gummy I women's prenatal vitamins. take twi- two of them in the so morning. What does that feel like just when you open that button? You know, you know, well, I mean, I'm sensitive. <laughs> sensitive? I don't know. What does it feel like? So it's not happy. Like it's, I want a new label. Yeah. No. Like it's literally on. Be- it's 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 between mine and Beth's sink. If I was you, I would take them out of the bottle and put them in a plastic bag. Ah, these then, are my pills. These are mine. My happy you could, you could, gummy. You could take vitamins. You could take a sharpie and just write Chris's special pills on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 okay. not it's not a proud thing, but it is what I'm eating. You have other things you're eating. You said you have a list. Food. So so here's a here's eating food. Wow. I eat food too. So <laughs> those are vitamins. But no, so I so here's the thing I'm enjoying is and, and it's a very general uh, category, but it's home cooked meals. All right. So uh, I've gone a long time eating out. Okay. And Most, uh, like mostly eating. mostly eating out. Right. And uh, and it's a real pleasure one not just home-cooked meals but home-cooked meals you eat at the table right i'm super enjoying family meals 
and not, not dinner on the couch. not dinner on a TV tray or on a couch or in the car right, 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 right. or even at a restaurant. You know, I, I like eating out. You know, still, but but like um, you know, like some of the some of the staples of our family are fake euros, which is uh, not off the spigot, but you know, Beth like creates a fake thing that tastes like gyro meat nice, you know that's cool. um greek chicken is a big thing um fajitas lasagna like so your point is you 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 were married last year right or eight, 18, april 18? april yeah 18 or 19? Nin- 19 april 19 so you're enjoying now the but i got the whole uh courting meal right, yeah, too yeah. so, so, so you're, I've, you're had, I've had like uh three years of home-cooked meals a lot more eating in in yeah but but i'll tell you the best thing and this is nobody's gonna understand this right now because people who know me are gonna go no but the best thing is the simple homemade chopped salad. Mm. Like literally romaine lettuce, peeled and cut cucumbers, tomatoes, and dressing. That's it. That's it. And I love it. It's like <laughs> it makes no sense That's because um, like it's one of those things where everybody goes to bed. I'm watching Sports Center. Yeah. And there's the baggie of it left over oh, left that over tomorrow's going to be soggy. And I'm like, that's mine. I could throw some ranch on there. Ah, uh, no, I use a Italian vinaigrette. Wow. I know, not even the white Man, ranch. Who are you? It's a I know. Person. Well, at dinner, like the waitress totally pegged me and brought me an extra ranch I didn't even <laughs> ask for because, it, like, my second chin said he needs ranch. You know, it's like, but I, I realize, but but like honestly, I'm I'm eating like a healthy. It's my favorite food. Is this stinking healthy thing that's been there my whole life you know i would like go who's got room for that you know but you do yeah so anyway that's what i'm eating what are you eating? my eating lately is uh so i made a uh, new year's resolution to have to eat green for breakfast three times a week (laughs) (laughs) so one one of my three one of my three breakfasts has to include greens Okay. Do you so eat that, breakfast every day? I eat breakfast every day. Okay. So that means... It has to include greens. So that means... Greens means like leaves. Like mm-hmm. Lettuces or spinaches or kale. Or I've allowed broccoli. I've, I've, I've brought oh, broccoli into that. Wow. <laughs> brought broccoli into that fold. That's not and breaking the resolution. Now that becomes... So that... Because like... For like breakfast. A, so avocado doesn't count, right? Avocado like... Oh, I see. I see. You can't green, put that on a... That's not That's a protein. That's not a that's strong... Not that's not a power right. green. See, the idea is Why? when you have a green smoothie or if you have like spinach in your omelet or yeah. or spinach with your eggs or, you know, whatever, then those that's actually the only two options so far as far as eating green. <laughs> spinach in your spinach. smoothie or spinach in your eggs. Yeah, one or the other. But the others are allowed. They just haven't been included yet. Well, I, I've had kale and I've had, bro- I've had broccoli for in an omelet for, for breakfast. Okay. The point is, if you have greens, why I wanted to do it was if you... A, I don't, I don't, I don't actually usually have a goal for breakfast in the mm-hmm. morning. I'm always just like... What's the easiest calories that'll get me to noon? Mm-hmm. Is essentially what I'm tr- what I was trying to do for the last couple of years, and having like literally just a goal of like how do I eat greens right now, and um, but I've seen you eat greens other meals. No, I know I do, but but it's so great when you when you're at eleven a.m. and you've already had a serving of greens. So you're good. I'm just saying you're not good, but you're ahead of the game. You know that's my whole goal is trying to get ahead of the game. Yeah, but like you're starting off your day with. Salad. Harshness. Yeah. Yeah. Not harshness. I, I, your green smoothie. So the great. one night That's I spent the night at your house, you served me greens that in my was... breakfast. I moved right out. <laughs> that was amazing. Like yeah, I couldn't a, do it. That's what too. you're actually saying is you're doing that on purpose every day. Three times a week. 
So uh, the other four days a week. So yeah, just because it's hard, it's, it's actually difficult. Breads. Yeah, breads or just just normal eggs or yogurt or so I whatever. I fortunately got told by a nutritionist to stay away from the power greens. Oh. And I I put it embroidered on a pillow like oh, it's like it's <laughs> I'm like really so can you tell me what those are and she goes well that would be your kales your spinach and I'm like them. yeah can I record you right now because those are all the things I don't want <laughs> and uh, yeah I I tried we were just recently at um, Brad and Deb Styles for mm-hmm. dinner and it was a beautiful tri tip meal potatoes with cheese and bacon on them mm-hmm. and bread with fancier yellower butter that you don't normally oh, yeah, have you know whatever butter. that is and uh well they probably shop where you shop but uh but the but then there was this uh salad and it was i i i even set out i put it on my plate and i i ate seven um not bites but seven pieces that didn't fall off my fork uh, but it was like a slaw, like a kale thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, I don't know. Like, it's hard to eat. I don't know how you're starting your day that way. Like, there's so many good soft foods to start your morning <laughs> with. And you're doing it's, that. Yeah, I, I've, been, I've been enjoying it so far. I mean, the, the cheat... I mean, I'll, I don't want to shame you. The, che- the cheat I'll like do it. is like a green juice or something like that. that that's the... Uh, so I did do those at the that store. recently. Yeah. Although... So this is the thing. So uh, uh, Av and Mark just had their baby, and we had to pick up a smoothie for Av and Lee okay. uh, on the way to the hospital. Uh-huh. And she asked for this uh, green persuasion, or I don't know what it was called. It was some like tropical thunder yeah, drink yeah. or whatever. But it was all green. Like oh. when they served it, I didn't know I was ordering. I was just ordering by the name. And then when it came... It, it, it looked like it had nothing but green in it. Like, oh. do the greens overpower your shake to where it's all green? No, I, I usually taste it, but it's not, you usually add banana. But I just can't understand it. drinking a green. <laughs> like, I've seen Josh drink some nasty it. stuff, you know, and, like, it's just, like, I, I see it, and I'm like, if it doesn't, I don't know. It's kind of like my 80s songs. If it doesn't make me smile... <laughs> then what I'm, are you going to do? I'm, I'm not going to do it. Anyway, go what's ahead. Your, what's your hot sports take? Oh, so I had a bunch, but... I think really the one, because I don't know when this is going to release, but I think it's pretty close to this. I don't care about the Olympics. Okay. So this is my softball hot sports thing. It's not a softball. Well, because the other one's harder. But uh, so the the thing is, growing up, I waited for the Olympics. I wanted to see the Olympics. I think two things happened. One, they spread them out every two years. Okay. So they do the winter one, and then, the, and two, and then two years later is the summer, and then two years... We used to have to wait four years for both. Right, right, right. right? So it was a bigger buildup. The other thing was we didn't have all these things to watch. Okay. Right? So other things to watch, you're saying. A hundred percent. Like yeah. I can watch everything right now, whenever I want. Where it used to be we had to wait and you know, uh, you know, Al Michaels would get on or somebody would, you know, do a rundown of all the great Olympics that happened that day right. and a primetime thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it mattered. Right. You know, the other thing is patriotism. It's not the same. It's not patriotism. Not the it's same. not the same. <laughs> like honestly, that is hilarious. But, no, what, like in me, the last. You're right. In the last twenty years, ever since the Second War, in the, in, in, in the, in the, the Second Desert Storm, yeah. the Bush, the Bush War, yeah. it's become more and more shameful to be American. I agree. I agree. Right. And 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 the other part of it is our sports are also. I, I meant this in a different way, but you're right. But but <laughs> I, I, sorry, but our sports. So I I can't root for America the same because Doncic is a great basketball player and you know like like all these other sports we've now brought in all the different countries 
to our mainstream right. sports entities. Have, yeah. And so it's, 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 it's weird to, you know, like I actually like the other teams and the other guys the and other the countries. things like, yeah. So, I mean, it'd be one thing if I was all into equestrian, okay, I'm going to go for the American horse person, you know, but I'm not because I hate that sport, you know, like it doesn't make sense. And so like, I just think, I think the Olympics aren't that great. You know, like it's, it's, I don't wait for the opening ceremony. I, I kind of barely pay attention to the medal count. Yeah. You know, but you can't really brag about it. Nobody likes that. You know, like it's just different. So my hot sports take is related to the death of Kobe Bryant, which happened uh, two weeks ago. Um, I am, a, I was a huge Kobe fan. This is, it, this has been really interesting to kind of process this and my own feelings and, but my, so to my actual hot takes, so my opinion here, and this is a little bit of a copy. You say my take wasn't hot enough. No, that was a very okay. hot take. <laughs> Just the, um, the, uh, uh, the opinion here is that how do you define Kobe Bryant? Because there are greater, there are better basketball players who were Lakers, which mm-hmm. is basically LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain, all Wait. for sure yes. are ranked above Kobe as far as quality of basketball player. Yeah. To me, there's also better, greater Lakers. Yes. Because Magic Johnson is, yes. he is Mr. The Laker. The epitome of Laker right? logo. Correct. Jerry and, West. Well, Jerry West is the NBA is logo. Is the logo. So how do you, what's the, what's the superlative you give to Kobe? And my opinion is that he, so he had a 20-year career. He won five championships. He is the most memorable Laker. Okay, so a I little have... bit of a cheat, just but because he was there for so long, he has the largest fan base. The NBA was way larger when he's when he was great. The he, marketing was way better. Marketing's way better. There's just a bigger fan base, and then he did it for twenty years. So that so that makes him. So I have him the biggest Laker. In a I, I I have him labeled as MCE, most most competitive ever. Oh, interesting. Over Michael Jordan. Over Michael Jordan. So I I. Think Kobe willed his team to a win greater than Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, so like yeah. Michael Jordan was surrounded by yeah. Scotty Pippen's this one. You know, Scotty Pippen, top thirty, Steve top 40. Kerr. Uh, you um, know, like he had tools. I think what's aging well is that and this is getting really nerdy, but you're listening to Hot Sports Take. Uh, the 2009 2010 championships are aging very well for Kobe. Yes. Like. Pau Gasol is not maybe top 100. Like, he's in the 80, 90 of all time He's range. the top one of Spain. Sure. But, <laughs> like, like, like the overall. Like, supporting cast. Like, yeah. Pau and, like, Lamar Odom are, like, not all-time greats by any and stretch. Meta World Peace. But, like, but, um, but it was Kobe at his absolute prime with the pieces that he needed, you know, Playing right. the best he could, playing probably the best he could. You know, he's, you know, he he's he does the eighty-one point game four years before. He's got all that, but he's really at his like mental and physical peak at that time. But you know, so those championships are aging well. To point. me, to me, the coolest thing about him is his last game. Yes, I love that game. So they replayed it, you know, after his death. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and that he had the worst first half, and decided no matter what. To have the best second half to go out on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely able, like, winded. Yeah. Like, he is the most tired player out there and yet killing it. I've said before, that actually is... I, I've cried a few times watching sports. That time I bawled, like, really? on his last game. Well, because he he actually... He beats the... He, he, he makes the last shot, gets to 60, beats the Jazz, and the Jazz were trying to make the playoffs. Yeah. And he walks off, and there's all these retired Lakers there to say hello. It's like he literally died and went to Laker heaven. Yeah. 
like at the end of that game, he yeah. was he also spent it all. Like I just love that idea left. of he played his last game like it was his last yeah. game. He you played know, like, like the Achilles could go, and, and I don't care. <laughs> he shot. I mean, 50 shots, 60 points it's a lot. 50 shots is pretty hilarious. But, but everybody was not... It's, also, it's the most kobe of Kobe things. 100%. Like, he won the game his way. Anyways, so I'm going to miss him. Can I... I'm going to miss... I mean, I didn't know him, but I'm going to miss Kobe. No, I understand. Bryant. You're going to miss the whole... The idea of Kobe Bryant. He was our superhero. So I... My other sports take... Can I talk about my other sports take? Sure. Because it goes with Kobe. Okay. Is how we, mem- how we remember a person, right? So there's a lot of controversy in the way everybody's building up Kobe. You know, like, uh, you know, his, his positive attention. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important as people to, you know, realize that if you, if you reform, okay, okay. so obviously Kobe was uh, accused mm-hmm. of sexual assault and a lot of, you know, negative came out of that, right? But, okay. but the words about Kobe later in his life you know from what his wife says and other you know people is that you know he he became a father uh, like a like a like a father figure invested in you know his family community those kinds of things right so i don't know you don't know what's true or not true but what i, I think some what i think for me i don't I, I can honor a person who's changed you know and i i think this kind of brought it to my attention because you know there's lots of famous people and some of them did bad things and never did anything better about it, right? And they were legends in their field, but in the end, they're not legendary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like like a Bill Cosby, right? Like in his era, I remember growing up, listening to his comedy. and In the 80s, you know, the Cosby show was it. But in the end, he's the Bill Cosby of now, you know, with all right. the news and all right. the non you know, yes. admission and yep. no reform and no repentance and all right. that kind of stuff. Okay. And I just think for me as a person who relies on the fact that you can con- continually get better, get better and work harder and be forgiven and all that yeah. stuff. I think, I think, I think that's what comes out of this because I've heard a lot of people go, you know, negative on it. Well, it has to be covered at the best thing I've heard is you have to, I believe I, I agree with you to the, in the sense that, uh, we do have to measure this with people's attitudes when there are, you know, when these accusations happen. Yeah. Um, and I agree that he has usually said the right thing, but I also do agree with the people who are reporting it to say, oh, and there was this. Yeah. Right? To be clear, this it's is a part on the schedule or on the on the uh, resume and jewel. But I don't know. I don't. I don't, don't want to kill your hot sports take. Well, you just you also can't know a guy, and that's the hard thing. You know, I. I I don't, I'm not a person that that keeps sports figures as my heroes. Like I said, I'll miss him. It's like, right. oh, I didn't know him. I have a lot of other heroes that are that I know more personally, closely, more closely personally, for sure. with, with better spiritual goals and things that I know for sure. And those are the kinds of people I actually try to model myself after. But I learned things from him. Yeah. And one of those things, you might, and, and, and maybe I agree with you that one of those things is, hey, when you mess up, you know, to to really try to do your best to make things better. Way as, as far as it. as far as we know. So like I, so I'm big in autobiographies. I like to read autobiographies. Oh, okay. That's right. a big part of me. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've read some autobiographies about some people who went through a time where they weren't great and then right. realized it, totally acknowledged it, and f- found a way to be inspirational and all that kind of stuff. And I. While I don't know them as a person, and you know, like like you say, it could all be talk, and who knows, right? But but the reality is, I like the idea of somebody who might have made you know sure. big mistakes and then yep. tried everything to not do those again. Right. So anyway, I I I actually Another can respect that. Sorry about that. It sounds good. 
Don't be apologetic. That was going to be my deeper Don't sports take, but I wanted to be You should Olympic really just guy. apologize for including Def Leppard, that's all. Def Leppard, uh, come parent, on! Number one, parent could have been number one. <laughs> Your parent corner is. So, uh, got married in April. Right. Have Lily. Yep. And then Emily and Joey and Mark and Dave and Johnny and Andrew and three grandkids and Avonlea is a daughter-in-law. And so I went from, if you'd asked me this parent corner two years ago, uh, I would have been telling you just about Lily, but there's lots going on. Right. So uh, it's a different thing uh, to be part of such a big family. Um, one of the things I'm really enjoying at home, because uh, Lily's the only one home, is uh, she's in play production and dance. Uh-huh. And it's super cool to see her really get into like trying to do good at like a like a like a like a thing she's passionate about you know like this i never thought she'd be into dance uh-huh. uh you know like we're just not dance people right, right, right. you know like well, we, well you are you get in the middle of the dance floor and jump up and i down. do up and down but i don't have like timing i tried to get ready to, for a dance for my wedding and i couldn't even do a step <laughs> i was kicking and stuff but anyway like she's really really gotten into it and it's, and it's very good but so anyway that's what's going on at home but there's so much going on. I have a new granddaughter, right? Nora Lee uh, Amos, and uh, it was incredible to be able to be a part of that. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a new experience for me to hold a brand new baby that actually I'm gonna get to like spoil. Yeah, get yeah, you know, be like, a part. You're be, be a part, part of, of from the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. and uh, the excitement, the anticipation to get there. Right. Um. I just I've never I've never had those emotions, and then. And then the other side of it is like the adult stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Joey and Emily graduate this year, and that's a big deal. And I was there for Mark's graduation last year, but then right. on top of that, uh, a wedding. You know, like it's just so many big parental things all all happening. Mm-hmm. You know, on mm-hmm. different levels. And then I will tell you this, and you're not there yet because Pippa's really young because we tried this on one of Andrew's and Marjorie Stiles' kids, but uh, virtual reality is awesome. Okay. Uh, video games. Video games. But it's video games with actions. <laughs> Sorry, I just heard you say we tried this one on Andrew and Marjorie's We kid. did. We put it on. <laughs> we put it on Leah. Like a two-year-old or three-year-old? Well, Leah, Leah. So she's... Three or four or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. But, but, uh, but she was riding a roller coaster and she's like, whoa, whoa, you know, but then That's I so feel funny. like a little bad. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't like put her mind in this yet. But, uh, <laughs> but like, uh, but it's, it's, it's awesome because it's like everybody's able to find a interactive with it. We bought the Oculus for Christmas and... Like, it's super cool to see everybody get right into it. And what I do love, and it kind of goes back to the what am I eating, I love how for Lily, you know, she's she's got a big interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's from a parental a corner, that's just super great to see. I've seen lots of people, yeah. Connections. So anyway, that's my kids. So uh, Jess and Pip and I were in Mexico uh, in Playa del Carmen two weeks ago, and I just had this moment. It was one of these pure moments that I w- I hope I never forget. But I, because I literally said, "Man, I wish I had my camera or my video right now, right?" Because mm-hmm. it's such a great, exact moment. So I'm gonna get there. But I'm kind of, I'm, I'm really happy to actually put this on the podcast so that if I listen to this in the future, I don't forget <laughs> this moment. So we, it was like the last full day at the resort. We've done a good job, kind of sticking around the resort. Pippa gotten into swimming. Like she learned the word pool. She's mm-hmm. a year and a half at this point, um, and also she's always been a great eater. We get her up from a nap. It's about one o'clock, 
and we tell her we're walking all the three of us are all you know uh, sunscreened up we're gonna go down to the pool and we're gonna get tacos at the pool like from the pool bar right and so we're actually saying this to people we've kind of she's at a point in language where you kind of have to we talk to her about what's going to happen so she can she knows what's going to happen in the next 20 minutes half an hour so we said pippa we're going to go down uh we're going to go to the pool and then we're going to have tacos like fish tacos mm-hmm. and she does this perfect fist pump like i'm holding her as we're walking just went next to me she does a perfect fist pump and goes pool <laughs> tacos <laughs> And both, both, just back to back. Just one, <laughs> one giant fist pump for pool. Hip, and hip. Another one for tacos. Pool. Hip, hip. Tacos. It was so funny. That's awesome. She did it by herself. Really? And that whole that moment, I was just like, that was just so cute, like so beautiful that she's just she was with fervor. She was expressing this excitement. <laughs> pool. Tacos. It was so good, and I was just like, yes, like, and it really made me so happy to be blessed enough to go on that vacation and like get that time and it was just the three of us walking down i was like man i, I love this exact moment like i want to come i want those i want that five seconds you know like over and over it was so those good those are the cool. best tacos like it loved the did film. you video it you no, didn't because no, no, you didn't know what was gonna happen I didn't even have my phone on me like i didn't know it was gonna happen you know yeah and, but it's one of those it's like you know even saying that it's like you know i don't need it i can i can that can be one of my best memories yeah you know? yeah one of my best unrecorded memories it's right there it was so great so yeah that was a that was a really that's good. super cool yeah. All right. Do you have anything you want to plug before we go? Absolutely. So, uh, Beth, uh, my wife, um, she, uh, wrote a children's musical for our Sunday school. Yep. And, uh, it's coming up March 8th. It's uh, Sunday, March 8th at Simi Hills and it's, um, a play on Samuel. Okay. And what's really cool about it is it's mostly little kids. Okay. So like there's little kids actually singing solos and acting it out and it's a lot of it's a lot of hard work going into it. Uh she does a, a crazy good job and I just kinda help. But uh but it's a it's a really neat thing. And so it's in Simi Hills March eighth, but then it will also be used uh as the children's program at Idlewild Bible School. Um we're gonna bring new kids obviously into it because there's a much bigger group to choose from. But um, that's going on. And then in the theme of our podcast, Not in Public, the band I'm in, uh, we are doing an 80s dance concert uh, June 13th. So the weekend, Saturday before Father's Day mm-hmm. uh, in Chatsworth. It's, um, it's going to be all 80s tunes. All dancing. All dancing. So it's like high energy, no uh, leather uh but mostly neon <laughs> mostly neon <laughs> maybe Sorry. some leather but uh but it's uh it's fun it's it's myself um it's beth is in it uh her and jennifer are female uh nice. parts and then there's josh somerville jeff ramirez mike jennings and myself and then the horns are coming back which is also oh. cool because when you get in the 80s better bring your horns so eric sternad uh mario sternad and nate blanchard uh, they're known as the Triple Lips, and they will be helping us perform '80s dance music. So we hope everybody can come and have That's a good fine. time. It's actually going to be a dress-up '80s concert. All right. So come in your '80s wear. Uh, my plug is kind of funny, just because it's actually literally a product that I'm using and really enjoy. Uh, so oh. uh, I usually take my plug to do something less uh, or more serious. This is just an uh, app I really like. So. There's an app called Acorns. You can use it for oh, yeah, investing. Oh, yeah, told me about this. Yeah, and it will round up your, your expenses, or you can set up, like, a weekly uh, 
invest or like money transfer into it. And it uh, and then that money that you have in Acorns then is used in, in like a, a, an aggressive like money market account. And you can actually see gains and some losses in the stock market. Um, but I'm really enjoying, I really enjoy the app. I think it's super easy, super uh, easy to look at. If And I'm, I'm literally putting this plug in because if you want to invest in it, there's a there's like a sweet like fifty dollar referral thing. Referral so if card. I sign up, I get fifty bucks. You get fifty dollars right away. It's pretty insane. So no more rounding up. You're literally getting a fifty dollar roundup. Just, just get fifty just bucks by telling your whole the, podcast listener list. If, so yeah. Put Levi's if name. You guys, down. If if all twelve people that listen to this podcast <laughs> join, then I'm gonna get like six hundred bucks. So wait, but what if <laughs> I join and they list me? Yeah, so don't do that. So if you join, <laughs> you only talk to me about an Acorns uh, plug. But so no, how long have you been doing it? But seriously, I've, I uh, a couple months. But I, my point is, it's just, just a product I really enjoy. So that's the plug. I'm not. You know, and it'll I'm, help you save money. Helps you save money. I, I'm really enjoying, and I'm, this is my first time like enjoying saving money. Like I can check it every day because it changes every day. So when you that's tip now, you don't round up to make it, it an even. You leave it alone, leave it and then it goes to you. Yeah, whatever it rounds up, and those couple cents get transferred from my Chase account. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's what I wanted to plug. Thank you, Chris, for doing 80s songs with me. Thank um, you for listening for an hour and 23 minutes, yeah, everybody. Never going to give you up. Mm-hmm.